Hey y'all, and welcome to this episode of Kayla's Coffee Moments, where we're having conversations like you would with your friends around a coffee table. We're chatting and listening and learning about topics that matter to us. So grab your coffee and come on in y'all. It's going to be good. Hey y'all, welcome to this week's episode of Kayla's Coffee Moments. We are continuing with the Appalachian series today um, and talking with my parents. So um, I believe you all met my dad back. Oh, man, that was leadership series, too. That's what Toby was on. And But my mom is joining us today because we're going to be talking about Appalachia and their history. We've talked about how we go generations back, and it's both of their sides that go back so far. So I wanted to hear their stories and their experience with Appalachia. So we're... They came over for dinner, and now we're having a good old talk around. Mm-hmm. I guess talk around the dinner table. Dad mm-hmm. has coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, That's gone. Don't oh, drink gone. it all. And Mom would Does not touch it? coffee. <laughs> no. We could, if it was cold enough, you might drink hot tea. Yeah. Or I you, drink hot tea. Yeah, but hot cocoa would probably be, oh, my goodness, I haven't been asking people their coffee well, I thought that was choice. probably because he'd already asked the ones right, who I'd were already last asked time. Them. And then the others were like just sporadically. And I haven't had like a sit down interview for a, a hot mm-hmm. minute. so. But you've never asked mom. I haven't asked mom. So it's coming. So I almost spoiled what it was going to be. Because mm-hmm. I almost said her choice would be. And then mm-hmm. I was like, wait a second. I haven't asked. So it's coming for you. I could probably yeah. guess what it is, but I won't. Um, but I did want to talk about Appalachia with y'all today. It seems to kind of be a conversation. We kind of already started before we started this up, but, um, yeah, the first question being, when you think of Appalachia, do you think of, what, what do you think of? I don't want to lead the, I don't want to lead the question. If somebody says, oh, I'm from Appalachia, or ask you, are you from Appalachia? Or talk about it. What do you all think of? When somebody starts that conversation. <laughs> we didn't know who's going to go first. Yeah, there, so we're pointing, pointing the fingers at each other. Um, but yeah, so I think mountains is what comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, and and um, small houses, uh, not necessarily run down houses, but houses that are not what you could, would consider immaculate. Right. Like, you know. Uh, there's a little house right now being built out near us that's just got you know wood siding on it and it's it's a cute little house um but you know it's not anything that you would think you would see in in a big city or something like that so yeah. you know just uh humble humble i guess humble yeah, cabin like yeah like cabin like not really I, you know i think you talked maybe on one of the podcasts about poverty being high in appalachia and, and i think we we talked that that's a sometimes a matter of perspective right you know if you're if you're living in the midst of poverty and you never knew anything different poverty as defined by the government the government um you know if you're living in that and you've never known any different you don't know you're living in poverty you think you know this is like everybody else this is life yeah and so but i think you know from the outside looking in we you know we've we've lived a little bit outside of appalachia for a few years and you know looking back into that the way those outside societies look at Appalachia they see it as a, a poor impoverished area yeah yeah but you know growing up in that I didn't I didn't feel impoverished you know, yeah I thought I thought we had it pretty good you know? yeah so yeah yeah I think it's a matter of whether you're outside looking in or inside looking out uh, so. but yeah that's that's I, I think of mountains and and humbleness you know small 
small small things, not 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 lots of stuff. Yeah, hum, mm. the humble is a good word. Yeah, I, I agree. I, mountains is what first came to my mind, but then uh, the next thing for me is uh, family. Yeah, uh, there was just something about just seems like on the whole mountain area that family is really important and uh, not just talking about your immediate family but your the grandparents and the aunts and uncles yeah the extended family um everybody's support is an important part of it and uh, i agree um as far as the poverty um i'm the youngest of six and growing up i didn't have any idea right that we were poor but you know it didn't take me long once i got into i guess more high school and looking back that yeah my elementary um time so at that time of course all all six of us were still at home so yeah i mean we were poor yeah and mom was a stay-at-home mom with us and dad was coal miner and yeah. i mean with six kids it uh you know we had we had can't say we had a small house but uh with eight of you in the house it couldn't be too oh. small <laughs> yeah it feels small but yeah. it feels small but yeah but i mean but on the other hand we still all shared rooms and bathrooms and b- b- bathrooms? one one <laughs> i've never asked that one until I don't know, I guess probably mid, middle school, and then we got a second. Yeah. So that's, yeah, they enclosed the porch, the front porch, and yeah. made a room. And Dad, uh, where was your bathroom at in your childhood home? Was that in the, the basement? Was, and the one that was there? Mm-hmm. I thought, for some reason, I thought when it was added on when I was around. Like, I didn't remember. Well, they uh, remodeled it all. I mean, okay. when, when we first moved in there, that was, it was a concrete, you know, toilet in the middle. Well, not in the middle, on the side, but I mean, it was, but there was an outhouse there, and, and that outhouse was functional for the first part of us living there, yeah. and then, but it, we finally did do away with it after we got the inside and remodeled and everything, but yeah, I mean. I, I guess now, I'm just thinking, when she said one, and then I thought to your childhood home, and I'm like, man, I was, I was around, I was in elementary school, and there was still only one yeah. bathroom in that yeah. house, and it was in the basement. Yeah. So that makes. Yeah, that. that's true too. <laughs> that's something else I think about with, with, uh, you know, is the outhouses. I mean, really? Yeah, I mean. That's interesting. So that's so yeah. interesting because when I was in high school and I went to New Zealand and Australia, so there we went with that big group and there was like ten or twelve of us from West Virginia, and then the other thirty some were from. North Dakota and Minnesota and so of course they met up with us and I don't remember us having conversation I think we were too far apart in worlds for them to have like a misconception of West Virginians like there wasn't Mm -hmm. this yeah and we were in high school like we weren't adults like we kind of we lived in our own worlds and so and like MySpace had just been introduced so there wasn't really even social media kind of thing to pull us in Mm -hmm. and so what we knew was from the news and Minnesota North Dakota and West Virginia newses didn't really cross over Mm -hmm. so but what I remember is when we got to New Zealand we had a homestay and like half of our group 
that had homestays that the families had outhouses. The family I stayed with had an indoor bathroom, but it wasn't heated. Mm. Like they mm-hmm. didn't have central mm. heat. And like, but they weren't, in, it wasn't an impoverished area. They were like farm out mm-hmm. in the country. What mm-hmm. I mean, they had enough to host two kids and they had their mm-hmm. own kids in college and in, well, in university is what they called it. But, and in high school and stuff. But it's so funny to me, I don't think of Appalachia. When somebody says outhouse, I go to a different country. Like I'm in <laughs> yeah, yeah, New yeah. Zealand, yeah. and yet you, my parents had outhouses mm-hmm. growing mm-hmm. up. Like, I just think that's so interesting that that's, that's not the picture I have just one generation later. Yeah. My idea of Appalachia is very different. I do kind of have the same picture that you all have just because... I've had West Virginia history mm-hmm. and like I've been to different parts of the state you know there's still mm-hmm. coal mining towns that you can see right. that and things like that but I mean even our small town like Main Street has changed in the oh, my, three yeah. decades yeah. of my life yeah. let alone the yeah. generations before you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it's just so just to think of just from literally one and you guys are young parents you guys are in your early 20s when you had me so it's not like you know we're talking close generations a few decades and your picture and what you guys grew up in versus me is just really different in that in that experience but i think the other thing about appalachia is that it's it's usually it's not leading edge, you know. So I guess yes. it, it's always um, things that happen here have already happened in other cultures. Ahead, like you know, like you know, outhouses was an example, but but television, uh, city water, you know, yeah. pe- people. I, I I grew up most of my life without city water. I, we had a well, and you know, when we got. People the I opportunity. Know still have oh yeah, there's still people around here that will. Yeah. Absolutely, people are work with. I mean, the house we moved in before, when we first moved home to yep. West Virginia had oh, a well. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so spoiled. I hated it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want that well water. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, you know, but now you know, that's just it's just assumed that you know, city, you know, sewer and 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 you know, light, phone lines and all those kind of things. They eventually make their way to Appalachia, but we are never the first ones to get it and we're still like i said there's still places and i don't know that it's not because we're not to cutting edge like the people i work with that have well water it's because they live so far out of city limits Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i mean you all have to get a certain house insurance because you're not within so close to a fire department or a fire Mm -hmm. hydrant like that is different yeah and it's because higher population like we're more spread out like you're not that close to city limits and so it's not that you know uh, uh, somebody can't doesn't want running water or whatever it's just that it's not available based on the way the system is set up based on rivers and mountains and hills and hollers and you know that sort of thing um i still can't get over the fact of like that some people feel claustrophobic from the mountains like but they are they're like everywhere i mean like even here in the middle of town like there's a river running through it and if you look on either side like Mm -hmm. it there's a hill i would not call it a mountain by any means but there are it's a it's hills like we're down in a little bit of a valley per se and that's funny because you say you wouldn't call it a mountain but bring someone in here (laughs) from 
certain parts of Ohio or in Michigan. Um, I remember when I was younger, I was on a porch exchange. Yeah. And uh, I went there first, and they, she wanted to take me and show me the big hill. And we're on bicycles, and we get out there, and I'm you know, biking down this hill, and she's like, wait, wait, this this is it, this is the hill. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, but when she came in here, she just couldn't get over it. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, of course, mm-hmm. I mean, we took her around some, but mostly here, just in Barbara County, she could not believe that I lived in all these mountains. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, I didn't think anything about it. No. And we take that for granted so much. Yeah. That, you know, the mountains and everything that when we don't, I think, appreciate it probably as much as we need well, to. Well, that's what Miss Anglin had said when she was on the, she sent in some answers on the history part of mm-hmm. Appalachia. She said, like, I said, is there anything you wish people knew? And she was like, go and enjoy mm-hmm. the beauty that you have. Like, mm-hmm. so many things in this state are free and made available to us. And, like, we don't take advantage of it mm-hmm. for generations and that sort of thing. You know, just whatever it may be. And, I mean, I can remember doing a lot of stuff. Like, you all took us to the caverns and spruce knob and stuff like that but yeah there are people i went to high school with that had never been yeah. to place you know to on spruce knob or to i've never been to harper's ferry and i'm you know, almost 58 years old yeah and i have still yet to be there yeah. i know jeff has been there because of work situations right. and things but i've never got to i mean yeah. it just isn't an area that i've been to but yeah, I would love to see it out yeah. there. Yeah. Well, and I think that's another thing we take for granted, too, is, like, we can travel. I mean, maybe point to point is a little extreme, but you truly could travel across the entire state and back in a day. Now, mm-hmm. you wouldn't get to do a whole lot, mm-hmm. but, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, that's not possible in, like, mm-hmm. Texas. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know yeah. what yeah. I mean? Like, there are some... You know, yeah. even Ohio would be mm-hmm. an oh, yeah. intense drop. New York State, like there are some states that, though, and it's just like I mean, where we are, especially in North Central, we can be outside of the state, the furthest mm-hmm. point away, within three mm-hmm. hours. Yeah, three hours easy, yeah. And yeah. so it's just like that means we can get to anything within the state in yeah. less than that. Mm-hmm. And so it's just now, granted, you know, if you're in. McDowell County getting to wheeling is going to be a little yeah. more of a planned kind of thing but like you know seeing seeing the state and appreciating it for what it is and I think that's what a lot of people not from here who have heard some history I mean people come from I mean we went whitewater rafting and there's people from you know from New York State mm-hmm. from Georgia and so coming here specifically to raft on the new river yeah. and it's just like yeah. but that's something we did like we didn't build that like that's just right. what we our state was gifted with, you know like yeah. god put in that area but um yeah. i think sometimes it can be seen i think my generation sometimes sees the mountains as a hindrance mm-hmm. metaphorically 
right, you said, we're not really on the cutting edge mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. So I can remember, I'm watching One Tree Hill back now <laughs> with Taylor because she's my roommate. She's never seen it. And so we're watching it. I'm watching it for like the third time and she's watching it for the first time. And so we're seeing the fashion from the early 2000s. And I was like, oh, that was the fashion I had five, six years later. Like this is 2002, 2003. That means I was like middle school. And that fashion is what I saw in my high school when when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. So four or five years later. And so I think, oh, there's a fridge that I'm really seeing here. <laughs> um, I think that there are those ideas, mm-hmm. right? Like technology and phones and fashion and maybe even like education. Uh, education, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Ideas, like um, job opportunities. Like we talk about it all the time, like we felt that medical or trade or teacher was was what was offered as the most likely thing you're going to be able to do coming out of our high school. Yeah. I would never say that that was what we were limited to, but that was the most common, like, what are you going to do when you grow up? And it had to do with the medical field, with the education, mainly teaching, maybe coaching, teaching mm-hmm. to become a coach, because that was such a big thing here, or trade or armed forces. Mm-hmm. Th- those were your options kind of thing. And it was just like like, I mean... I'm in the medical field and Taylor's job was a new thought process to me, mm-hmm. you know? And so there, there are these things. And so what have you guys seen, especially mom, you're an educator, but dad, like you went to college as well and all that kind of stuff and work with younger students. Like, what do you see? Education is one of those that is a hindrance. What are some things we've talked about the good things about what's we're doing? What are some things you can see where, Maybe not necessarily the mountains keep us from, but you see what I mean. Like this protected area has hindered some way, or I guess maybe what's a negative thing that you have seen that maybe you could attribute to being Appalachian. First thing that comes to my mind is uh, the idea of the Appalachian area being it's hard to get businesses to come in. They, um, part of it is literally, they don't want to cross the mountains. Yeah. Or don't want, you know, there's no, a lot of places don't have easy access, especially as you, yeah. Yeah. So to get a business to come in because they're gonna have to have, you know, goods brought in to to make other goods or whatever. Yeah. And they don't wanna worry about that hassle when yeah. they can go the next day over and um, so that's a that's the first thing that I think of yeah, is that out. you know the mountains are beautiful and you know we I mean we can prove that we can be just as educated as anybody yeah. else and be as you know as advanced technology wise you know given the chance but a lot of businesses won't give us that chance yeah. because right. it's not easy. Yeah, and it's not cost effective. Right, I mean, the, right. The, that sort of thing too. You have to, when business is a, a 
play of numbers, right. you have to consider a risk and if it's not worth it and yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, I never would have thought of that. Well, technology is the same way. I mean, you know, even now there are moves afoot to, to get, uh, you know, broadband access into places that you just can't get it to. I right. mean, it's just, you know, to get it there is so cost prohibitive that by the time you get it there, you can't afford it. Right. And so, you know, and, and a lot of that's terrain related. And a lot of that's just, there's not enough return, you know, you, you, you spend $10,000 to get one line up the holler for five people, you know, those five people are not going to get your money back that, based yeah. on what they had yeah. to pay. So, you know, it's those kind of things are difficult, but on the other hand, sometimes that's a blessing yeah. to, you know, to not have to deal with that yeah. infrastructure. So, you know, it's, it, it so I think it's a blessing and a curse, you know, yeah. it's a... Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's something that we were noticing. I mean, again, that's a thing that people don't think about. And, like, I can remember, I mean, I was 21 before we got satellite, before we got satellite TV. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. like, and that was just because finally our few channels went, they went from, what, analog to digital yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And so it was harder for us to get. I mean, we were up, using yeah. bunny antennas. I mean, it was, it was 20, that was 10 years ago we were doing that. Yeah. And... And then we got Dish, and I mean, we had, I mean, dial-up internet, all that kind of stuff, but, like, still to this day, like, my cousin and his wife just built a house out down in a little holler down on the farm, and, like, to, for them to get internet access yeah. is, like, yeah. a ridiculous amount, yeah. mm -hmm. and it's not a great service, mm -hmm. and, I mean, that's what everybody in that area is going to say down on the grade and that mm -hmm. sort of thing, because... They're further down in the quote-unquote valley, which we would hardly even call it that because mm -hmm. it doesn't feel that way when it's mountains versus hills. But, mm. um, and so it's it's harder to get that satellite or fast-speed internet and things mm -hmm. like that based on where they are. And, of course, cell phone service is different wow. here. Like, people don't realize you still go to places in West Virginia. Yeah, you can't make it a signal. And you can't get a cell phone signal. Yeah, you know, but isn't that a shame that, that in those places... We don't have the marketing out there because yeah. there are people who would absolutely Rough. kill to be able to go someplace where they literally they are impossible to get a hold of. Yeah, you know, and I mean, we need Unheard to. Of. Yeah, we need to be building those cabins and things <laughs> that are luxurious for them to be in, but. You know, totally disconnected from their phones and, and the light. Yeah, yeah marketing. Well, that's what I can remember. People like there are like famous people like that come to our ski resorts, mm -hmm. and to me, I'm like, yeah, and, like I had friends in PA school from Ohio, and they're like, oh, we're going to Canaan Valley for blah blah, blah. and I'm like, that's my that's my backyard. <laughs> like that's we. They're like, yeah, we spend a week up there, and I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I've been there like four times my yeah. whole life. Like yeah. you make a purposeful trip for that and like I could do it in a day, which I have. Yeah. But yeah. it's just so interesting. Again, one of those things of like it's appealing. It, we almost become numb to it. Right. But also I think for I think for my generation or at least the, the people I'm friends with, I won't speak for a whole generation, but people that I'm close to, like, we see it and we understand it, 
but we have also had to over overcome the hurdles of learning new things or like having to reach outside to learn new things or have seen the hurdles of you know lack of businesses coming into our hometown or mm -hmm. seeing the businesses that are here struggle mm -hmm. and struggle and struggle just because of that kind of marketing that sort of thing and so it's hard for us to remember it in a positive light because we're continuously facing the the hard parts i don't want to say a negative part of it but even just the hard difficult, parts yeah. the difficult mm -hmm. parts of of it yeah i mean look look at just our little hometown of Philip right. right here i mean this i can talk about the stories you know that used to be there when we were kids that yeah. just they're not there i mean yeah. you know the main street section is yeah. very yeah. slim yeah. compared to to what it used to be and yes some some stores have just you know moved out you know, into a, the little shopping plaza here or whatever. But right, into the line of traffic. Right. Right, mm -hmm. because the bypass yeah. right. made it Changed. where you don't have to go down Main Street anymore. Right. But still, there's just so much that, I mean, we used to have, you know, a shoe shop. Yeah, you know, the specific, we used to have yeah. a meat market. Yeah. I mean, we had two different clothing, two clothing stores. Department stores. Department yeah. stores, yeah. <laughs> and, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I mean, the furniture store mm -hmm. running. I remember the theater running. Mm -hmm. I remember Dollar General being downtown right. instead of on the bypass. Right. Yeah, so I mean, those That's things, you know, but, you know, in the name of progress. Right. You know, faster things, those things are gone and so when i say that with tongue-in-cheek because is that progress you know i you know i don't i'm not i'm not sure sometimes one of the things that i think has kind of been on my mind as we've been talking about this is one of the things about appalachia and probably about anybody's so-called home culture i mean appalachia is my home culture because right. it's where i grew up right it's what i'm most familiar with but there's a draw to that culture yeah that never leaves you. I don't care how far away you go from Appalachia. There's something about it that says you're not you're not quite. I think Kelsey mentioned this. This is one of the things that I remember now that I wanted to talk about when she was talking the, the last podcast was that she just sometimes doesn't quite feel like she fits in here. Right. And you know, I would say that's probably true. Um, somewhat because she didn't really grow up here you know her early years were not in Appalachia that's true so that might be part of that but but you know there's still something that you know this is our our home on earth so yeah. to speak you know I, I mentioned to to Kelsey that I think some of the reason we don't feel at home is because you know being Christians you 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 can't feel at home always, anywhere. Yeah, something's always on on this side of heaven. You know. Yeah. There's something just not quite right, not quite right, regardless of where you are. But as far as earthly homes go, there's something about Appalachia that that, that draws me here. Yeah. And uh, you know, we've talked about you know going other places and living other places. Well, and, and you all and did. we have lived other you places. Too, yeah. Well, but, I have but too. There, but. <laughs> but there's always a draw. To, to, yeah. to come back and some of that's family but I think some of that's familiarity I, I think know? I would say that yeah because even that's when when I talk about like I didn't I wasn't 
born here, but I was raised right, here. Right. The idea of like, we spent our summers here. We spent all our holidays here. Like my, you know, I didn't know what it was to wake up on the 25th of December at home yeah. because my holiday was, I woke up at my mamaw's house yeah. and then went to my grandma's house because we didn't live. Because home was not in West Because home was, yeah, because our home was out of state, but for you all, home was here with family. And so that was the tradition we had until we moved back. And so, yeah, I think, so, but even moving, quote unquote, back here, moving home for you all, like that was what we called it as well, because that's what we knew. Like when you all talked about coming to West Virginia, you were always coming home. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, even when I left for college, like you still... I went somewhere that was a little familiar. It wasn't here because I knew that would be too hard for me being in grad school. But, like, I looked for something that was as similar to it as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to a place that I had cousins yeah. that were right there, you know, 15 minutes away, that sort of thing. Like, I still went close because there was a touch of home in that area. And so I think, yeah, I, I think that's a good point of this idea of, you know, it's something, yes, for us, Appalachia is a place and a mountains and a culture of people. But I think even more than that, it is a, I still think of a, a characteristic of people, you know, the, the family, the close knit, the loyalty and that sort of thing. And again, we could sit and have a whole nother episode on the pros and cons mm -hmm. yeah. of having that small town culture like everyone knows you and everyone knows you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you know yeah, it's one yeah, of those yeah, things yeah, like yeah so I, I you know i think do you think other cultures that i guess that'd be a question for the listeners is yeah know, who, who haven't grown up in appalachia you know so if you grew up in the plains or or the northwest in the northwest up around you know washington oregon that area i mean is there that same draw there you know if you if you leave that culture and go somewhere yeah. else is there that draw to return to that i don't know because i've never you know that's a different life you know it's a different and all life. the people we know are yeah here Yes. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, well, I have some cousins that didn't grow up here in Appalachia. We have some, you know, I have some cousins that didn't grow up Appalachia. Like, yeah. I wonder if that draw is home. Well, evidently, because they both they, went, they both left and came back, yeah, yeah, went back to their area. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, I think. I think maybe that's, there's something the to that. The human nature. Yeah, I think there is something to that, but again, I still think. Well, I mean, even, I mean, I think. Yeah, it goes back to, like you said, I think we believe everyone's created with something. What's that? Eternity size hole is what people yeah, call it. Like yeah, there's yeah, there's yeah. something always going to be missing, but there's something in our nature. I mean, even when there's, you know, we've got, you know, people that have lived in other countries that come to live here with they bring their cult. We talk about incorporating yeah. incorporating culture or like, yeah. you know, food or traditions, mm -hmm. you know, that that is all that overlaps and mm. we talked about that last time we were kind of West Virginia is kind of the melting pot of of those cultures and things but yeah, yeah I think maybe it might just be a humanity thing and we're just yeah. well, I living in some, the center of that I wonder sometimes too if it's um, as much about a geographical place as it is uh, you know a place where your 
the ones you care about are. It's where your heart is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much of it comes down yeah. to heart. Yeah. And just. I heard a guy say the other day, you know, it's not, you know, it's not so much about uh, where you go on vacation, but who you go with. Yeah. And and I think there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, now, granted, there's a lot of places I wouldn't want to go on vacation. But, Amen. But if I had to go to some place that I really didn't want to be, if I was going with the people, people. I care about, that would make I it would so be okay. much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'd be interesting to... Here. Do that experiment, you know. If if, if you yeah. if you're not where you grew up and you're not what you consider where you consider your home culture, do you feel at home? Help. Are you are you comfortable there? Are you yeah. are you at ease there? Yeah. Are you yeah. content? Yeah. Interesting. I think there's that godly discontent that that gets placed in your heart when you accept the Lord. But but yeah. yeah. But yet there's a there's a home here on earth too. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. We warned you it was coming, Mom. Okay. That's your question. The final question as the <laughs> new interviewee. Okay. Yes. Um, what is your coffee shop beverage of choice? Oh. Coffee shop. Well, that would have to be hot chocolate. Yeah. Hot, yeah. Coffee shop would definitely be hot chocolate. Uh no marshmallows, no anything funky no in cool it. Whip. No cool whip. No cool, no cool whip. Uh, just good old hot chocolate and... Uh, oh, you don't want a stove with real milk. I was yeah. going to say, I was going to say, definitely with real milk. Don't be using yeah. that water packet stuff. Don't be using that water packet stuff. Yeah. No, definitely want the real thing. Uh, but, uh, but my drink of choice otherwise would have to be it's just good old sweet tea. Good old oh, sweet tea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're talking cold drink, it's gotta be yeah, yeah, I would have guessed that. And it probably if we went to a coffee shop and they had just good old sweet tea. You'd yeah, I would get probably that. get actually I would probably if if it was fall and winter, I would probably get the hot chocolate with a small sweet tea beside. <laughs> okay. Good to know. All right. Well, thank you both for talking on this today. This is fun. I'll tell you, we yeah. really enjoy this. We I, like I say, I think we need to do it more often. That, well, I mean, we do it a lot. We just don't record, record it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Well, appreciate you. Love you both. Love, Love you, you too. Thank you. Thank you. Well, friends, I hope you feel encouraged and inspired today as we're finding how to navigate through life in the here and now. I'd love to hear from you and to keep this conversation going. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore K-L-A-B or over on Facebook there too, if you'd like. I believe that today wraps up the Appalachian series for us. It has been so fun to do this. And thank you so much to those of you that helped and contributed to it. And I hope that you continue. I hope you have been inspired to learn a little bit more about where you've come from, where you're parents and grandparents and the people that have made you you what they have lived through to help contribute to that but no matter where you're at today i hope that you love yourself well enjoy the day and continue to be kind bye friends